Welcome to another episode of Raising Nashville, recorded right here in the heart of Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, uh, involving three up-and-coming fathers. Uh, well, I'm already a father. <laughs> no up-and-coming. I'm here. I'm, I'm a daddy. I understand that we're, we're, yeah, we are fathers, but we're still new at it, right? Always. You'll always be. I think every experience, every day is new. So once a week, what we want to do is we want to come together and kind of talk about the trials and tribulations of being a parent um, I want to introduce myself. I am Bucky um, from Nashville. Uh, currently live in Madison, which some would not consider Nashville. I still consider it Nashville. And and I'm old boy, also from Nashville. Reside in Madtown. Oh, so what we do is we we come together once a week and we kind of talk about uh, raising kids in Nashville. We'll either have a segment about children or involving children or raising of their uh, raising their parenting of parenting. Yeah, or we'll talk about Nashville. Uh, occasionally, we might throw it back to an old podcast that we used to do and maybe review a children's movie and oh, talk yeah. about how good or bad it is. So we've covered a couple of issues throughout the podcast. You know, we've done one on. Uh, spanking children. We've done one on Opryland, and now we came back and we decided to tackle children's books. Children's books, and and I think this might be like a reoccurring podcast uh, topic because it's it's right now we're all in different stages, but as as our children get older, the books get different and and more hopefully God more complex. But it's um so I think I think we'll revisit this from time to time. So I think this is a good a good topic to talk about. Yeah, I would love to revisit this because having a five month old, we read him some books, but it's still pretty limited. You know, we ha- we haven't gone that far down the rabbit hole on kids books yet so right. i'm still pretty new to this so it's more pictures he's he's kind of looking at pictures yeah it's just pictures and like the message in every single one is your parents love you which yeah. i mean is great you know i haven't seen any i don't have a problem with that so let's go back juice box has a five month old uh i have a nine-year-old who is no longer into books and it would be kind of weird if i read them to him but i also That's have real a real funny i gave him a i, I gave your nine-year-old a book <laughs> for christmas which he read in four days which is the hobbit I the, hobbit. the hobbit and yeah. he read it in four days so to say he's not into books i think no, is misleading i said i didn't have to read him books oh, anymore. oh, oh, oh gotcha okay, he could read me okay. books he was reading me books at you know five <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow Oh, I also have a uh, a 19-month-old who is very much so into books. And I have a four-year-old who loves books. Is she reading you books yet? Uh, She makes up. Yeah, she'll make up what's going on in the story, or if she's memorized it, she'll read it to me. So yeah, she. But but most of the time, I read to her. Okay. So so what we wanted to do is we wanted to tackle you know what we love about babies or children's books and what we personally what I hate about children's books, Uh, starting with. Again, 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 because every time I'm done with one of these terrible, terrible books, all I hear is the word again, and uh, you know you're trapped at that point. So then you try Your your child says again. Okay. Uh, So it's not me. I'm not hearing this in my head. It's not a voice. Read it again. Uh, You woke up in hell and you're just constantly reading children's books. That seems like, depending on the book, that would be my hell. Mm. Okay. Which, Which book is your hell book? 
Uh, there are so many. One to me is because I've probably read it a thousand times is Brown Bear. And I know everybody <laughs> out there knows Brown Bear. It's currently like the song Baby Shark that, that's so popular. Um, I have probably listened to Baby Shark more times than I've listened to The Chronic. But to circle back around, Brown Bear currently for me, there are some books that I have found that I've read that make absolutely no sense. And that pisses me off too. It's like when you're creating a baby's or a children's book, I keep saying baby's book, when when you're creating a children's book and the writing is not good in it, uh, it drives me crazy. Especially if it's meant to rhyme and then there are like pages where it doesn't rhyme, it just like stops. I'm 100% with you. I For like the first two years, baby books infuriated me. I thought they were just dumb as shit. And they are, because they're supposed to be. Because they, like, to- they suck kids in with the colors and the pictures and all of this stuff. Rhyming. But the kids don't have to read it. Right. And and they're small words that they're supposed to, you know, cat, dog, things. And, and it's, I get it. And But at the time, I hated it. But I get it. It's that's what that's what they're supposed to do. And and but I, I'm with you 100. percent Juicebox, I have a feeling that you are reading currently books with like one word on one page. Yeah, there is some stuff like that. There's another couple books that basically have no words. Well, yeah, there'll be words at like the beginning, and then it's just a bunch of pictures. Good night, and moon. Then, nah, we we haven't got any good night moon yet. We have it, but we haven't read it yet. Basically, like I said earlier, all the books that we have been reading are basically just like. The whole message is your parents love you. I actually have brought a book today to discuss that involves that. And it can borderline on the... It can border on your parents love you or your parent is a pedophile. Mm, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm really that. It, do you read this one often? I, I try not to. Mm. I, in fact, I was going through books this morning and I found it and I was like, yeah, this one just doesn't add up. I got a question. Did you get it from the Imagination Library? It did come from the Imagination Library. I think Library. I recognize that book. Anyway, go ahead. So for those of you who don't know, don't have children, or do have children and don't live in probably the state of Tennessee, there is a thing in Tennessee called Imagination Library. And when you have a baby at the hospital, you kind of sign up for this. It's free. And it's where Dolly Parton sends you one book a month. And it really starts with the ever-famous sassy books, which used to drive me crazy because there's books where you can, like, they have inserts and you pull up the insert and something's underneath it right but when you have a 12 month old that what's underneath it lasts about i don't know i'd say a couple days for they're all ripped out and then you open this sassy book and there's no surprise anymore and then they're upset and you can't explain why you ripped it out you ripped this page out therefore there's no longer a surprise let's stop reading sassy and all i hear is sassy dude i gotta be honest with you i don't recognize sassy I haven't got that from the uh, Dolly Parton thing either. I'm checking it right now. It is definitely from Dolly Parton's Imagination Library. Um, Anyway, uh, she sends you a book a month. It's a great program to be a part of. Some books are great. Some books is not so great. Dolly's a real-life hero, dude. In this state, she is. Not this state. Everywhere. She's fucking awesome. Yeah, she's pretty universally loved, I feel like. She's awesome, yeah. So I can go ahead and get this out of the way because it might get a little weird from for the next few minutes. But when I go back to the book that I said borderlines on, your parent is doing a really good job. Your parent loves you. They'll do anything for you. Or you flip a page and you see something that 
kind of doesn't make sense. So it's called I Love My Daddy Because. And this is uh, from the Dolly Parton's Imagination Library. Uh, On the front is a lion and a cub. And then you open it up and there is a guy. The first page, it says, I love my daddy because. And then on the next page, it is no longer a lion and a cub. It is a guy wearing a Mr. Rogers outfit with like a real thick creep beard. And it says, he plays with me. And... It is just a little girl and a dad, and they have hand puppets, and he's kind of leaning over the chair. Kind of weird to me. Could have used better illustrations. I am looking for more of, you know, a cartoonish aspect and not necessarily a template what, like play, for how this all starts. My daddy plays with me. Would you rather them, like, play Nintendo or something? They could Chess? Be, nope. They could be sitting on the ground playing with uh, cars or mm. something like that. But okay, just so the hand- way he is leaning over. And w- don't worry, guys. We'll, we will post this picture out there because it kind of gives me nightmares every time I have to read this book. And then the next one are penguins. He keeps me safe and warm. Now, do you read it or does your nine-year-old read it? No, to wait, you? wait. What? <laughs> no, I read this one to the baby. Okay, I'm just clarifying. So we go on, and then there's eagles. He is big and strong. I get that. That's great. You know, dads are meant to be bigger than life, bigger and strong. And then the next one, he takes naps with me. Now, let me be clear. I have yet to take a nap with my child, and I have not gotten into this yet. So my mindset is not in that comforting place right now. What are you waiting for, it's brother? <laughs> like, I mean, what are you? He's 19 months. You hadn't slept in the, you hadn't taken a nap with your kid? Yeah, how have you not accidentally done it? Like, right. It's, I mean, I've fallen asleep holding my kid. I mean, maybe like, maybe my baby, like when he was little and I was sleep deprived and I was just sitting on the couch and he fell asleep and my head went back. But no, I haven't laid in a bed with a child yet. That <laughs> This does not sound right. How about a couch, man? Or just eat? I, don't you? Have, you're a hammock person. Why don't you hammock with your dude? I might hammock you when it gets missing warmer. Out with 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 one of life's free easy joys, dude. Just taking a nap with your kid. But I haven't heard it's a free and easy joy. I hear it is a burden and a pain because sometimes you have to go down and you have to lay down with them until they go to sleep and they're just playing around because they know you're there before they actually go to sleep. And uh, that can come full circle to the you, fact that there's a book out there called Go the Fuck to Sleep. You are, you are misinformed, my man. So the next one, the next page after that, and this is where it turns from creepy to what, what kind of daddy do you have? But it says, I love my daddy because he can build a house. <laughs> can, oh, you, can, you, well, can you build damn. that? Do you know anybody that can build an entire house? So is this another picture of a human or? Oh, no, no, no. This is a beaver. Oh, uh, well, yeah. okay, well. I think I could build a beaver house. Oh, oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's what it's implying there. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, And then monkeys, he laughs with me. He helps helps me reach things with giraffes. That's clever. That's cute, right? I like that. Um, He sings me songs, and it's got a couple of wolves howling at the moon. He takes me for a ride. Now, that, again, borderlines. You are in the gutter, my friend. <laughs> yeah. is, you are beyond, you are beyond saving, man. <laughs> oh, yep. And then uh, the next one, I love my daddy because he plays hide-and-seek with me. There's just a lot of correlation here. I bet you've yet to play hide-and-seek with your kid, too. <laughs> then let's go to the next one. We've got some bulls that says he protects our family. I get that. Next page, back to weird. He watches me. He watches over me at night. I don't know where my mind is, but it's just some some guy just standing over a bed watching watching a child. But that some guy is you. Like what? That's true, but not in this book. That's not me in this book. 
So okay. I just had to cover that. It, I don't know. It's been in my head. I, okay. I have a different head than you guys. Oh, we we know, my friend. Now, <laughs> I guess we'll go ahead and get the negatives out of the way. We'll, uh, negative books, like, and, and I don't know what the what it is about it, but our kids, my kid in particular, just is drawn to books and series that I just I hate. I think they're dumb. Pete the Cat, and and I want to I want to preface this with people who write books and all that. All these children's authors, I'm not bashing you guys, like. Because, it takes because a lot of you're work. probably just a regular person that had an idea to write a book. Exactly. Right, and you got it published. You're not a writer. That's not fair. They, they are writers. And they, they put a lot of work and illustrations into these. And a lot of people have dreams and aspirations to do this. So I'm not bashing anybody. But I think Pete the Cat is dumb as fuck. <laughs> and so is Peppa Pig. And, and and But my kid loves it. And ultimately, I guess that's all that matters. But I just don't think there's anything to learn in there. Sure. To me, there are books that just have too many words in them, and I think these people write these, and I don't know what situation that you're going to read this book to your kid in, but when do you read a book to your child? More than likely, it is right before they go to bed. Most right? times. Most times. I'd say 90% of the time. Other times, maybe they'll bring you a book. You read it during the middle of the day, but some of these books... Or like novels. I mean, it will take me 15 minutes to get through this book, and then I hear that ever-famous again, and I just, my heart drops, because I know I'm in there for the long haul at that point. Right. Yeah, I, I know where you're coming from. I, I, I want to I want to play uh, devil's advocate, but I, I know exactly where you're coming from. Like, Play it. I, I, I give it. my kid three choices. I'm like, three. Now, my wife, she'll read till the kid goes to sleep. And I'm like, uh-uh. I give my kid, I'm like, you pick three books, and I'm reading them. And inevitably, she'll pick the biggest fucking book. In, like Harry <laughs> Potter. And I'm like, babe, no, there ain't no goddamn way I'm reading Harry Potter tonight. But Wait, I want to jump in real quick, like, because I haven't read my kid Pete the Cat yet. What is so terrible about it? It's like it's like he's taking recycled stories. Like, it's a, I've got really bad examples, but like Wheels on the Bus, right? All right, so you got a wheels on the bus song, so now it's Pete the Cat singing. It's like the cat's on the bus, and then and it's oh, okay. it's got like a rock and roll. It, it it wants to have a rock and roll theme. I'll give them to you. I tell you okay. what, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give, give them all to shot. you, and then um, and then I can hate it also. Apparently, yeah, other people probably love Pete the Cat. I mean, he's clearly very popular. It's just a, my own personal opinion. I'm just uh, I'm just not a big fan. So the book I was thinking about, uh, also a cat, Skippy John Jones. And oh, yeah. It's, Skippy a tongue, jo- it's a tongue tire. Skippy John Jones. That's how, <laughs> no, 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 that is how that, that is, is definitely not how that That's works. how I read it. I know Skippy. Yeah, you're right. And it's Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Skippy. That's how Except exactly how it sounds like Mike Jones. Right. That's exactly how I'd read it. I, that's a, <laughs> she'd pick that. I swear to God, she'd pick that book out. I go, Skippy John Jones. <laughs> it's yeah, you're supposed to have a kind of a, a Spanish flair to it. Well, it got Spanish, but I, I would have to I'd have to look the book up. And there, are, I mean, there are certain books that I'm sure people have read over and over and over again, and that's the reason that you have these these links out there. Like, uh, who was it? Was it Ja Rule or somebody did Llama Llama? And I understand that because that book gets very annoying too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it does. Um, we haven't had to read that one too much. Uh, we, I should also point out that uh, I, I read, I've read some studies that say one of the most important things you can do is read to your kid. So I, what, even if the book, I guess, is dumb, it says that's a, it's a very important component in raising your child. Yeah. Yeah, it, it hurts my head, too. Mm. Um, it's called sacrifice. That's what's being a parent. <laughs> oh, wow. How much, how much time? Like, like how, how often do you read at night? 
Uh, I'd say we switch duties, so maybe two, three times a week. Okay. Wait a minute. Right. Myself, zero. Oh, for I for like a decade. We we know that. Yeah. We know. We know you don't <laughs> the read. Kid? No, all of my reading comes from baby's books, so maybe it is benefiting me in some way because <laughs> I'm actually getting you know <laughs> sassy. Yeah, sassy. God. Were you the one that actually ripped all those sassy books? <laughs> It's called Baby Sabotage. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm like, I'll, I'll go through a few of my negatives, and then I'll get to some positive books. Um, all right. So books I dislike, Pete the Cat and Peppa. And then um, I, there's this book, and I don't know how to describe it. Y'all recognize this guy. He's like a gopher or something. Yeah. I don't know what his name is, but they're, they're Mercer Mayer books. And we, don't, we haven't done a whole lot of them. Um, also, there's a hidden spider on every page. Did y'all know that? I didn't know Those that. have been around forever, forever. too, right? Because like, right. I can remember those when I was like a kid. So it's kind of like the the, sim- the Playboy symbol on the front of Playboy. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm full in. And uh, and a cricket. But so the, the uh, character looks like he's straight. At, he's showing us the book right now. It looks like he's straight out of uh, Where the Wild Things Are. Kind of in that vein. Yeah. And he's he's clearly evil. This this He needs book a haircut. It's called What a Bad Dream. And basically the main character has his dream where he drinks this magic potion right and this magic potion makes him act wild as fuck and he gets out there (laughs) he grows wings he turns into a monster he starts being an asshole to everybody he's like why would you teach your children that well (laughs) right like it's like so every he drives everybody away right and like he's a monster he gets a gorilla he's eating ice cream and candy for dinner and he's just acting acting out he's got animal he's just being a jerk and then at the end, he wakes up. He wakes up, and uh, he's like, "I had a bad dream," and that's that's it, I guess. And they, and then they're like, "Here, here's some milk," and he's like, "It's not magic potion." <laughs> <laughs> what is that? So what that, is that is just like a, supposed to be a lesson. In I each don't one of these know. Books? Maybe like I have no idea. That is like a mirror for like just getting shit faced. I feel like yeah. Like that, Magic potion was like tequila, straight yeah, tequila. It was, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I read. Maybe maybe one of his parents is like a an alcoholic, and he's like, you know, don't yeah, eat mushrooms, a, kids. Right. It was. It was. I, I'm not sure what the message is. So we we've read it a few times, but I'm like, I don't really know what. I don't know what's about that. Um. Also, my kid right now at this stage in our in our reading uh life, we're at we're at the the Bernstein Bears. Is that um, how you pronounce it? Well, I. I I want to pronounce it Bernstein Bears because I feel like that's the way it was when I was a kid. But now when I look at it, it's definitely stained. Bernstein Bears. And that's there, there's a whole Mandela effect on that. See, I, that's that's a good thing because, uh, yeah, this has been debated for a long time. I've always called it the Berenstein Bears. Berenstein. That's how yeah. I want to pronounce it. But that's and it is B-E-R-E-R. S T A I N. So yeah, it makes sense that it would be pronounced the Berenstain Bears, but it just doesn't flow as well. And she's really into them. I'm not necessarily against them. They're they're kind of dated for sure. I loved those books as a kid. I did too. So I'm not obsessed. I'm not necessarily against them. I question what Daddy Bear and Mama Bear do all day. They don't seem to really have jobs, and Mama Bear doesn't really change clothes. She stays in that nightgown. See, I think they do have jobs, and all of these stories happen on the weekend. Oh, yeah, I've shit. seen I've seen oh, parts where shit. he comes home with like a lunch pail or red parts. And I'll touch on that because I'm sure you're starting to hate these books because one, they are long winded. Uh, I do like the artwork in them. But the one that sticks out to me was the old spooky tree. And that oh, is one of yeah. my favorite That's books book. of all time. And it is 
dark. Like you, they go in this tree and it turns out to be like a Goonies tunnel. And like, they're all up in this tree and all these, uh, creatures come at them and the artwork is dark. And the first time I started to read it to my kid, I stopped halfway through because I didn't realize it was that bad. When was the last time you read this? I, I read it almost. I read it recently, and it's it's not, these are not long winded books. <laughs> they're very okay. they're very short <laughs> for me. They're long winded. Okay, but uh, but yeah, the spooky tree. It's a good one. She really, my daughter really likes that one. She's uh, I'll talk about the night owl because she's dark I'll, and I'll she's, t- art, she's already wanting you to read her Harry Potter. I've we're almost through with Harry Potter. And something else I also did because I hate because I hated baby books so much. I started reading her poetry at night. Okay, when she was like real young, and then I and then she got bored with it. But I still sneak a little in. See, to me, that sounds way worse than reading a kid's book, oh, dude. Yeah. It's actually really it's I, it was really really good. Actually, I got like the Oxford, you know. So I've got one more on my negative that we are currently reading. And as many of you know, a lot of these books have those big thick pages that at times stick together they're hard to turn or like when you're holding a child it's hard to like you know change these pages over i guess it gets harder when they get thinner but there's one out there called baby loves to rock by wednesday kerwan i don't know i might have butchered that last but first name wednesday only other wednesday i've ever encountered is wednesday adam's family wednesday we apologize i think yeah uh yeah we might bleep out your name but anyway it's called baby loves to rock and it is one of these thick paged books where you know every every page is just one line and a a good illustration for children so you know it got it it starts with the skunk loves punk and you got a skunk with a uh dog tag bracelet and uh Earring, earring in his ear and then it's got the weasel loves pop and he's dressed like elton john um so yeah the baby loves to rock i get it you're you're going through it's parts michael of jackson. music right that's that's michael jackson <laughs> I, I thought it was too because ah, like, of the glove i didn't see the yeah, glove pop, all right so pop music and the yeah jacket and the glasses yeah. okay so are you even a music fan uh, <laughs> It's been a rough Not rough an morning. Elton John or Michael Jackson fan, apparently. <laughs> Clearly. So it starts with the skunk loves punk, the weasel likes pop. And I get it. We're going into the genres of music because the baby likes to rock. Now, what pisses me off about this book more than anything are the next two pages. The 10 pages after that, I'm completely fine with. They're very creative. And I did not even realize uh, that that was Michael Jackson until you guys pointed it out. But the next page, the fox likes to trot. That is not a type of music. That is a dance. And then then the next page is the possums think swing is awesome. Again, a dance. Pisses me off because the next thing it says. I feel like swing is a type of music more than trot is. But that fox trot one, that's just lazy. It's very lazy. Um, Because you keep going and it says the frogs have the rhythm. I get it. You know, that's a type of music or a type of part of music. The, The jays have the blues. Um, again, music, the hummingbirds don't know the words, which, um, I'm still fine with that. Uh, but the owl can screech and it's just this owl, like just screaming into a microphone. Um, the lamb has chops and then the cats are all cool. Um, I get that too. Again, has nothing to do with music. So you've got to stay consistent in your books or I lose interest very quick. <laughs> but uh, I just have to point this out. The squirrels can spin and scratch with a couple of squirrels on top of one single turntable, and there's two of them. So uh, I don't know I enjoy that. I don't agree with the snake uh, being a bluegrass snake, but whatever. 
So yeah, there. That's I hate it. I hate inconsistency. I hate when they don't rhyme, and I hate sometimes when they're bad illustrations. Mm, that was a good critique. Yeah, so, <laughs> it was probably not. So let's talk about uh, books that you like to read. Okay, I think I may have given both your kids this book, and you probably already had it. Was uh, where the sidewalk ends? Shel Silverstein. Okay. Uh, let's yeah, let's give a note. You've given that to me twice. No, yeah. And and so I'm a, I'm a big fan. I was a big fan when I was a kid. And if you're not, you're dumb. She also really likes, and I like Olivia, the Olivia books. I don't know if you guys read them. It's a, it's a, it is a girl's book, but it's yep. uh the girl is very, she's a very strong character. She's just very, she, she is who she is and she's smart. And I think it's just, it's I've brilliant. I've not read Olivia. And the, I don't the, even know what that is. It, she's a little pig. She, <laughs> she would destroy Peppa Pig. And she's she's just got an opinion. She's got her own ideas, and it's very character-driven. So that's, that's what's teaching the children to have an opinion? <laughs> yeah, to, to have an opinion, to, to have have your own thoughts and be your own person. I think it's very strong, very good. And then there's also a book uh, my wife my wife brought up, which I agree with. It's called Dear Girl, kind of in the same vein. Like, as, as my daughter gets older, she's going to encounter a lot of things in her life, and it's just, it's just, it's okay to be, to to have certain emotions and feelings and I, I, I enjoy it. I think it's a good book. And then my favorite book, the monster at the end of this book. I do really oh, remember yeah, that book. I do. Too. Definitely Sesame street. Definitely Sesame street. Grover. Grover's the best. Anyway, is, that's just, is I, the I mean, monster at the end of the book cookie monster or is that too much to give away? Do you, you're not going to spoil it. No, it's not the cookie monster. It's, <laughs> It's the monster on the front of the book. <laughs> it's Grover. He's the one. He's scared of a monster at the book, but he's the monster. Anyway, because it's a shadow. It's not. Yeah. A fear itself kind of deal. Well, uh, one of my favorite books, and I've been reading this a lot lately. Well, probably the only book that I actually like because uh, one, it has perfect rhyming uh, in it, has great illustrations, and it is about one thing affecting an entire town and it's called little blue truck leads the way all right um, little blue truck leads the way is written by alice shirtle and illustrated by jill uh McElmurray. i will uh i take my hats off to you women you really nailed it on little blue truck yep. i would read little blue truck by myself yeah uh, it looks like you have man i think that thing is worn out it is worn out and it's another book with the thick pages uh but there are quite a few and the illustrations are really what bring the cars alive i mean this was i think pre cars to where you know the little blue truck goes into town and everybody's all congested and pissed off and going left and right and wanting to go down this one road. And then the mayor shows up, mayor's uh, limo breaks down, and then he hops on the back of a little blue truck, gives a speech. Little blue truck leads the way out, out of the town, out of the traffic jam, which is very relatable to me because I hate traffic. You hate traffic. This is, this, it was written for you, man. <laughs> but it's a good one. Wait, I mean, wait, wait. And you drive a blue truck? Oh, I do like drive a blue truck. Shit. Yes, I, that might be one of those things that. Uh, huh? I don't know. He's, he's just doing a hand subconsciously. Yes, yeah, subconsciously, subconsciously? Uh, like this, uh, like this book because I drive a blue truck. Now, when your nine-year-old reads it to you, do you go to sleep right after? <laughs> uh, I have to have a little bit of milk first. So I just want to address the elephant in the room. One of us three has actually written and illustrated mm. a children's book. And uh, there was going to be two, a series of two, from what I remember. 
But uh, one was written, and then their wife created the book for. I think it was a birthday. Was it? Um, uh, no, I think for Christmas she gave me. She she illustrated, illustrated it. it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Illustrations in these books really make it for me. Whoever the illustrator sure. is 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 uh, responsible for the success of this book as the writer. So sure, I when agree. You think about it. You guys collaborated on it, but it was a story that. Uh, Old boy. Nah. Old boy came See, up I with. See, I can't even say it. Well, um, it's, it's I'll so spell terrible. It out. I'll write it down for you. You can practice it. Uh, okay. Yeah, thanks. Have your nine-year-old read I it will, out loud I will you. never say it. But um, So this book, if I'm not mistaken, was entitled Mr. Pinch. Mr. Pinch. And he, <laughs> yes, it was about a little crab that goes around and he pinches people and people fucking don't like to be pinched. So then there. But it's, it's like an Italian crab, right? I'm Mr. Pinch. Yeah, and he, and that's he goes, not Italian. That doesn't sound Italian. Anyway, so, and he more or less isolates himself because of his behavior. He drives people away, so it's it's people don't like it. So he isolates himself, and then he has to learn the lesson that not everybody likes it. So, And the way he learns a lesson is because he finds another crab that he's interested in, right? And he gets pinched. Exactly. Another crab comes up and pinches him, and he's like, oh, man, that, this freaking sucks. So then he, he realizes what he's been doing to everybody else. Now, I hope nobody goes out and steals my idea. I've sent it to publishers. Um, they've. And in uh, case you're an I've illustrator out there, Mr. Pinch does have a like a little uh, pencil-thin mm, mustache. Mustache, yeah, Mr. Pinch. And then uh, I've actually written four books. Wow. Yeah, the other one is called... Um, did you just forget the name of your own books? No wonder you can't get a publishing deal. Sorry, I'm just man. I'm I'm out of it. Uh, anyway, the, another one. All right, I, there was something I, I about write, ducks or birds or something. It was a bird, and it's uh, Vincent the Vain Canary. Yes, yes, Vincent the, the Vain Canary. Canary. So that's and that one's illustrated too, and it's really good. And uh, we we rewrote that one. Sorry, I just went blank. The um, and then the third one is called Depa the Hot Muffin. And then my fourth one is a is very. <laughs> That's my favorite. I remember that one. I yeah, was, yeah, that one. I'm just waiting on her to illustrate that one. That one's gonna be fucking banging. And then the fourth book is actually a bunch of poems that I wrote and she illustrated. That's uh, I've, I've got like 120 of them. So it's very. I, I went after that shell silver. Shell Silverstein is dead. So I went after that shell. <laughs> okay. silver, I went after that shell Silverstein business, man. That and, money. Uh, yeah, I, I, I need to like, get that shell Silverstein man, money. No, yeah, he I mean, ain't writing no more. Yeah, he's gone, dude. So I was like, I was going directly after that. So the first uh, three books, I, let, let's put aside the poetry book. The first three books are pretty self-centered, right? About learning lessons. It's very yeah. I'm I'm into story. About you're doing something wrong, and or, yeah, this is this is why it's wrong. Exactly. So it's it's not a they're not very lighthearted. <laughs> they're very lighthearted, but it's it's teaching the a lesson, vain sure. canary. Yeah, he's vain, man. He's vainglorious, man, and he's all self centered, and people don't like that. Okay, is this a lesson you personally learned? Yeah, I got friends like that. No. <laughs> so yeah, maybe maybe somebody should pick it up and read it. Uh, did it get published, or did it just <laughs> on the show? We're going to step outside, folks, for a second. <laughs> we'll be right back here at Raising Nashville. So um, huh. you guys have any have any like final thoughts about children's books or something that you really want to get out? I just want to ask you guys, that we haven't brought this up yet, where, where do you guys stand on Dr. Seuss? 
Oh, so that's... Uh, that's <laughs> Maybe really, I should have brought this up earlier. <laughs> <laughs> that's very iffy. Um, I am... I'm 100% Dr. Seuss. I'm, I'm a fan. Uh, both of my children in their rooms, they have these uh, these art things made that are right outside their door that says, oh, the places you'll go. So yeah. it's the last thing they see before they leave the door. I don't read Dr. Seuss to them, but I love the the idea of it or the uh, the culture, the pop culture of Dr. Seuss. I love the artwork. It's I think the artwork's unbeatable. Yeah, that's another one I loved growing up. And, you know, we're kind of starting to get into Dr. Seuss with my kid. But, like, one of the things that bothers me, we have this book that's, like, book of 100 words or something like that. And it's, like, all these illustrations and all these words and just all this different stuff. But the art, the way things are drawn in Dr. Seuss is so off the wall, I feel like this book has to be confusing as hell. Like, because, you know, Green Eggs and Ham... It's a staple. But mm-hmm, if you're sure. trying to teach your kid what eggs are, and it's a picture of eggs that are green, like, I feel like that's throwing him off completely, you know? And it's that's just like, there's a, several other, like, several animals that are drawn just very strange. So it's like, okay, here's a lion. But no, a lion doesn't look anything like whatever this thing is in the book here. True. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's I don't a know. Good that's point. just like a random thing. Ta- like, I feel like they're great, but I don't know if they're great for trying to teach your kids. Uh, you be like, are. This will all make sense when you're about 19 years old and the first time you try acid. Um, you will remember wow. back to your Dr. Seuss books and be like, oh, yeah, that is what that oh, looked yeah, like. Okay. <laughs> all right. There's a fur moogle. Yeah. So I think I, I have to be picky and choosy with Dr. Seuss. I love green eggs and ham because I think it teaches kids to try new things. And I think that's important in life. And I like the Grinch because it teaches you not to be a fucking Grinch. But mostly green green eggs and ham. Are you going to ever eat green eggs? Well, that's the whole point. It's to, it's not the, it's, it's teaching gruff or whatever the guy's name is. Dude, try it. And he's like, I don't like it. Have you read this book? It's about, it's not about (laughs) the eggs, man. It's about trying something new. And it turns out he tries it and he's like, Oh God, this is freaking fabulous, dude. Now, 90% of his books make no sense to me. And they shouldn't. I mean, sure. they're they're just gobbledygook, and it's just rhyming weird words with weird pictures. And I think he got rich. I think he was he, a weird guy. He didn't have kids, and he just laughing to the bank. That that's kind of my thought on on him. Now, I I want to I, I do want to bring up one other thing before we close out library memberships. Do you belong to the library? We do not. Uh, I, I guess I wasn't. <laughs> I, I don't know where I was. I was thinking that we get all would. our books from Dolly Parton. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I, I like I have a library membership, but I've probably been to the library here only a handful of times the whole time I've lived but here. But the great part about it is I have a chance to make up for that because now I have another small child, and this yeah. is this is the makeup shot. Yeah, I think I think when your kid kind of gets maybe to my age, you'll be going. Or when they go to school, there's a school library. Why do I need a membership to another library? Because I think it's important to take your kid to a library, and they have one at school. She loves it. My kid freaking loves it she's got her own little library card she gets to go she gets to pick out books and it's 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 a good experience i recommend it when it, yeah that was a pretty big deal for us as a kid i remember that when you were in like I because mean, I we got, didn't have 13 screens true. It's still, yeah your I mean, pads and your phones and your tvs and everything we went to the library it was yeah it was fun which i is, get that but i mean i don't know i remember getting a library card when i was in like third grade and like you were saying like you go and check out your own book there was something that was very like thrilling about that you felt like an adult you were picking out your own book you were like doing your own thing like screens or not i feel like that's still it's still relevant 
You could spend yeah, you could spend hours in a in a library because uh, the whole saying "Don't judge a book by its cover." I mean, there's a lot of covers in there. Then you open it up and you're like, "There's no pictures in here. I'm not taking this home." <laughs> Very wild. You are you are wise, my friend. Oh, uh, uh, I try. The, the Nashville Library also for for anybody who doesn't know, um, you can check up to you can check out to, up to a hundred items at once. There's no late fee within reason. I you think you can within, take home. A, you can't carry a hundred books. You can't. You you probably physically can't. But most people, anybody else, could check out a hundred books and carry them home. Um, also, if you sign up, I wouldn't take that risk. That you, is too much to keep up with. You can sign. Back. You can sign. How much are books if you don't return them? I, I don't know. I return them. <laughs> okay. Now you can also check out. There's an app called Hoopla that you can put your library card into and you can basically stream movies for free. It's fr- dude. It's phenomenal. You need to be a library member. Sure. You should read books. I have read, I don't know, 12 books in my life. <laughs> I'm talking about ser- serious books. Um, I am three of three of them were to get into the high school that I went to and to read these three books and take these tests in order to get in or not tests, uh, give, uh, you know, a review on them. Um, I am, I am so sad for you. It's okay. I, we grew up in an age of a uh, VHS. Every week we like to cover a topic today. You know, we kind of wanted to dive into what we liked and disliked about children's books. Hey, now I'll tell you something real quick. So like a year ago, I bought the illustrated first book of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, right? So I've been uh, reading it to my kid and dude, it is taking forever for me to get through this book, right? And it's not a big book. And we're in the like the last chapter and she she's sitting there and I'm reading to her and she goes, who is Dumbledore? And I thought, you <laughs> <laughs> So you've you've basically been reading this book to yourself. Yeah, it's good, man. It's good. <laughs> it's good. It's good stuff. But anyway, every week we 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 want to cover a different topic. We hope you got uh, something out of today, at least uh, fun uh, for us criticizing, you know, half the garbage that's out there and praising a couple that we actually do like. So yeah. keep keep reading to your children, and I will keep having mine read to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give I'll give your nine year old some good books for you. So be be sure to check us out on uh, Facebook and Instagram or Twitter accounts. Uh, check, uh, look up Raising Nashville Podcast. Uh, again, we're three guys here in Nashville, Tennessee uh, that are raising children in the greatest city in the country to be a part of right now. So it's really cool. Uh, we'll be back next week with a, another episode. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy listening. If you don't have children, have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah, we want you to know what we go through. Yeah, the fear. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high.